All right, Audio Squad. Today we have a special guest with us today. We have Oliver Baxter from the band Broadside, who's got a lot of cool stuff cooking up right now, and we're going to get into that. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm doing great. Even better now. <laughs> Thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> so... I wanted to dig right into uh, like a lot of time on podcasts and stuff, and I've done it too with other guests. Like you like to go into the past, right? Dig into that type of stuff. But I feel like those things are documented. You can go find that stuff. I think what's going on with the band right now is the most exciting stuff. Um, even musically, like the tracks that have been released, like in this year, are like. And it's not to say anything negative about previous material, but like sure, yeah. these are a, a new level for you guys. Um, and on that, so the latest track that was released was Bang. Um, awesome song. Can't get it out of my head. Uh, it has Josh from Magnolia Park on it. Um, so with that, how was the process of putting that song together? And did that feature, was that something you guys wanted to do with Josh initially? Or did that come like later after it was demoed out or written? So we wrote the song with Andrew Wade, who is a producer that we've wanted to work with for years. And uh, he does a lot of the Mag Park stuff. And he also works tightly with them on like getting features and that sort of thing. He just kind of puts it in their ear just because they're constantly recording. And since we were in there recording the album, he was like, uh, I think Josh would kill it on the, the verse. And since it's kind of like the most like OG broadside, most like pop punky track on the record, I feel like it'd be kind of cool to get like a modern pop punk singer. And I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. And now we're able to do that. Um, we're able to do more features and stuff. We have more freedoms now that we've been doing this for this long. Switch labels and stuff. So we were like, oh, let's let's lock that in. And he was actually the first feature we locked in. Um, the second that we have put out. But he was the first that we locked in. And then we were like, okay, we're uh, this is our first feature. Um, this is huge for us. And um, I wouldn't say it was necessarily like an ego thing before that. But I just never thought to, to feature other artists. But then I started to see the integrity in it. And I also started to see the value. And especially once I heard the song back, I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. So, yeah, that's kind of how that came to fruition. Pretty organically in, uh, like, a right place, right time kind of situation, really. You can even tell in the song, like, it doesn't... Sometimes when people do that, like, those guest features do sound a little like this was put in place by right. a label or something right. like that. This didn't feel that way. It feels natural. Like, even, right. like if you weren't familiar with Broadside and you listened to it, you would be like, oh, is this just two vocalists in this band? Right, yeah, that's how I felt, too. Once I heard it back, I was like, oh, he killed this. Like, he knew exactly yeah. what to do. Like, he went in there, I think he recorded that in, like, an hour. He was done, so I was like, nailed it. And a he's, pro's he's pro. Great. Yeah, a pro's a pro. And then, uh, and then uh, just, just to be able to meet with him, because he's down here in Florida as well. Uh, just to be able to hang out and be friends first. Uh, that was cool, because all the features on this album we're all friends with, so that's the other thing. Is it's not just like a, oh, let's see who we can throw money at to try to make it sound better. We put it in like, oh, we're putting our friends together, but also like people, modern voices that I wanted to elevate that I thought that were brought something to the table that are unique and help us out tremendously, to be, to be fair. Speaking of that, uh, today... We were hit with the news that we'll be getting another song tonight at midnight. Uh, so it'll be out by the time this episode drops oh, yeah. with Devin from Honey Revenge. I'm very excited to hear that because I love that band. That Their album is fantastic. So I'm even more excited for this track now. I'm so free to hear it. Yeah, it's definitely like a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a curveball type of song. Like We always like to throw the random one, one off, whether it's like a ukulele song or something. This song is really like... The chorus is forward, it's very pop friendly, but it's like a real, I don't know, it just feels like an authentic 
song, like a great duet. And I feel like I wanted to capture that as opposed to have some sort of, you know, like, oh, here's the here's the male verse, here's, here's the female verse, you know, like I feel like those are overplayed. I really wanted to create a, a picture. And Wade really helped with this one too. This is, a lot of this was his insight with this song. So we like, kind of let him take control with this one. And it was a collaboration of the minds and like I said, it's different for us, but at the same time, we're trying to do different things. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, we're trying to move the sound. I get bored with sound easy, so you know, we've got to keep it elevated. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it even more Thank now. You. Great. <laughs> now, going back to Bang, um, so the music video, I think, brings another layer to that track. Yeah. Um, so who came up with that concept, and how was filming that? So that was my concept. I really always liked the idea of... Uh, as I've gotten older, you know, and I watch these old documentaries of, like, the true artists, the big artists of the world, um, and all they really were was really good actors and performers, right? Like, not to discredit their talent, I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about getting on stage, wearing a leather open vest, and throwing your body around on stage. It's, it's an act, you know, it's a move. And so I like, I love the idea that when you glamorize Elvis or like the character personified in the music video it's this it's this great act and even digress the best actors and best performers die right and they, and they struggle with the internal stuff so I, I have this obsession with writing sad lyrics to catchy songs so like the whole concept of the song is like you know what today might be the day that I don't want to run from the reaper anymore and uh, I kind of like the idea of like what kind of person feels like that outside of me a guy who's in a band where he's trying to make it happen, trying to break into the the the, the music world even more and more. Um, and I started thinking about like Elvis or performers like that who would just go out every night, <laughs> pretend to be something they're not, and just be like, I don't care who you know me or who you think you know, this is who I want you to know, even on my dying day. And so I kind of like that, you know? And, and so I just thought of the idea of like, it'd be hilarious to have us all dressed in these shitty Amazon costumes yeah. and uh, yeah Herb our friend uh, Herb is uh, he's the, he directed the video he uh, he's Pat's cousin and it was cool because it's a, he's uh, Pat our bass player it was able to have that kind of communication with the director like oh you're my family and any idea I wanted to have they were he was just kind of like cool whatever as opposed to sometimes the director's like this is me this is a $10,000 camera don't tell me what this is <laughs> takes it way too serious <laughs> yeah and... exactly I'm like, I'm in an Amazon costume. Come on. <laughs> like, just taking direction. Like, no, yeah. you, come on, man. Shape up. I'm not really Elvis, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't degrade Elvis's name in your video. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you kind of answered my next question, which was, uh, I was going to say, like, I like the juxtaposition yeah. of the, especially on that track of the lyrics being kind of more somber up against like a more upbeat, catchy, um, is the rest of this, the, so forthcoming album going to be that way? Yeah, so I focus a lot on a lot of my albums and, and songs have been about perseverance and the idea of like human growth, dealing with like you know getting older feelings and putting a raw touch on them, putting them pretty straightforward. I talk a lot about self worth, self doubt, self hatred, the three S's. <laughs> and um, with this album, I'm trying to show a lot of growth. So in our brain, the reason why we worked with two of the biggest producers right now, like the reason why we started taking more outside opinions and working with other artists is because we're really trying to break into that next bracket. So the album is a great mix of broadside, like chorus, 
with growth in like sonically. So there's new instruments on the album. We have a ballad on the album. It's our first duet, you know, like um, first features. There's song. There's a song on this album that sounds like my favorite band of all time, which is The Cure. And it was just because, you know, I'm 34. At some point, I have to be. I have to try to regain sense of self. You know, I can't just be like. I can't keep trying to be like this like pop punk icon, right? Because I've never been that. I don't know that I'll ever be able to be that. But I feel like I've all this band has always been in the shadows of like what cool pop punk bands do. And I'm really just trying to elevate the band, but also me as an artist and as a performer and as a man. I'm so confused at where I go and, and each stride forward is just one more like, oh God, like I'm missing more family birthdays, more uh, you know, treatment of my fiance, like more stuff, more real life stuff the older I get. And so this is me just taking it really, really seriously. Um, there's not a single throwaway track. Every every song on this album was treated like a single to where whoever, I, I, I hope that people listen through and go, there's one song for me. I know that there's not, there is not going to be someone that would listen to this and be like, I don't like that. I don't think it's possible unless you don't like alternative music. That's, that's different, right? But that was my approach. Just take it seriously, be real, be authentic, and write a good damn song. Like, I want somebody to hear this even if they don't care about lyrics and just go, damn, that was a good song. So trying to find that balance, I think that we, that was the focus. So there's somber tracks, there's love songs, um, songs about making love, and then there's songs about, you know, not wanting to find the strength to get up out of bed. I feel like that's kind of what I, I wanted to keep it authentic to myself, but show, show the growth. So yes. Sorry, that was a long-winded answer. <laughs> That's great. That's what we want here. <laughs> okay, cool. I love that. And for what it's worth, so I'm 34 as well. Yeah. Um, cool, cool. And I really think that what you're doing now is, like you mentioned, getting to that next bracket. I really, really believe that this will do that. Um, like, Thanks. So I've listened to the like previous albums and things like that. And like I said, they were good. Uh, getting an album made, putting music out, sure. touring, is a huge accomplishment in and of itself. That's nothing this... Uh, turn your nose up at it's sure. very it's very hard to do a lot of people would like to do that not everyone makes it through but mm -hmm. i really do think that these there's, there's, there's something different about them i can't explain it mm -hmm. um but they, it just feels that way to the point where like yesterday at work uh i knew i had, had this interview coming up and i'm showing people like you gotta listen to these these i'm telling you if anything Sick. listen to the three songs that came out <laughs> this year i'm telling you and so many people came back to me they're like i love this See what I'm saying? So, like, it's it's something to it, man. Like, I, uh, thank you for saying that one. It's got me super jazzed up because I haven't really got the chance to talk outside of my the circle, which is the two other guys in my band, right? And like, we've we've been in this cycle for like eight months, so this is the first time I'm actually getting to talk about the album. So thank you for that. But also, that's the vibe. Like, I really like. There's something unique about these songs. It, it's, I think. So I, I appreciate you validating that. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, legitimate. I, I really think it will. And I think the tour's coming up too. Like, oh, yeah. uh, So you guys are going out with this wildlife uh, all in November and then some of December. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be really cool. I'm definitely going to try to make it out to the Pittsburgh stop on that. That'd um, be great, yeah. You'll have to let me know. For sure. Um, are you excited to play some of these new tracks on this run? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited. Another another benefit of this is we toured with this wildlife before. So, you know, we've done the Icebreaker Tour, as I like to call it. And now we can go right into the down to it you know so it's like okay all homies all friends but that being said they're legitimately the coolest diy they call themselves diy because they are they do everything themselves 
but in my brain, you know, they're rock stars. So, um, but, but that being said, we learned so much from them. So a lot of opportunity I missed on the first tour, like doing the whole, this is who I am. Let me reserve my questions. I don't want to blow your spot up. Now I'm going to go all in. How do we do this? How do we do this? <laughs> so I'm really excited to be in an album cycle promo and touring with friends and in the winter. You know, like it's usually hard to tour in the winter. You be away from things. Yeah. But being with being with people and that you like and looking forward to the shows, I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to being with friends and with them. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah, they're solid guys. I was actually thinking about them when you mentioned about like being on stage and the character and everything. Yeah. That promo video they did for the one <laughs> tour with uh, it's like Machine Gun Kelly talking yes. about not wearing comfortable shoes. <laughs> yeah, they killed. That was that. one of the best. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> So, um, you keep mentioning album, album. We haven't really got an official announcement about this yet. I'm not trying to pry you for information. Yeah. Uh, if anything, you can't say this cut, this is going to come out on Thursday. Okay. So I know that if there was something else getting announced Wednesday, I don't know if that's what it is, Oh yeah. but are you just like, just ready to get this out? Like I, you said about eight months of being in that cycle. Is it just, are you just, it's time. It's ready to get these songs yeah. out, this announcement and. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Uh, so we're announcing the video today. It's out at midnight. We didn't want to do a huge like pre-save this because that's just like not really how things move these days for certain bands. Um, so it's more just like, hey, we have your attention. It comes out at midnight, and then tomorrow we're announcing the album. So it awesome. will. Yeah, our our the album is coming out November tenth of this year. Yeah. So can't it's like wait. Right around the corner. <laughs> but so yeah, while so, you're listening to this, it's been yeah, announced. It's been announced. This is coming up Thursday. Right. So. Right. Get on there. I'm assuming there's going to be pre-orders and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think the label's going to do a pre-order. I'm going to think like a week after that, we're going to do our a special kind of uh, glamorized pre-order of like niche little merch thing. We've been wanting to dabble in the merch world, but like just outside. Um, so I don't want to say but so much, but like we're really exploring new terrain with merch and not just like clothing, you know. So we're trying to dab. Well, I mean, obviously we're going to have like hoodies and stuff like that, but we're we're trying to. We're trying to open up a whole new um, aspect of you know things that we actually like and things that we apply to our day to day. So, going that route. So we're excited to announce that pre-orders and yeah, it's all going to be out November 10th and we'll be on tours. You know, so it's going to be right then. People are like, "Wow, you're releasing an album in the Q4," and it's like, "Yeah, 100%, 100%. We've been releasing singles for months and months and months, so we're ready." awesome i really like that i'm interested to see what you guys are going to put out with that like you said with the different things because i feel like nowadays like everything changes so rapidly especially mm -hmm. in an industry like music like um the way people even do promotion things like podcasts things like this mm -hmm. it's like uh i talked to spencer from under oath before and he was saying that like he's got a new project called slow tide and he mm -hmm. said doing shows and things like this is now the, basically the equivalent of vfw shows yeah, because that's not really a thing anymore, and which is, hurts my heart. <laughs> As yeah, someone, oh, you're you. same age, right? So yeah, you. we came up in that same. I used to be in a band doing the flyers, all that jazz. Oh yeah, and now it's just like, did you get put on a Spotify playlist this month? Kind of <laughs> deal. It's like always chasing the, the uh, the playlist. Yeah, that's kind of what the, the name of the game is. Is you're like, who at Spotify can I send a flowers to? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, I think that's cool. It's something I haven't even thought about with the merch. Like everyone has always put out the same stuff, like records, CDs, hoodie mm -hmm. shirts, and which are great. Don't get me wrong; sure, I get them course. all the time. They get the job but like, done, but... 
and especially like vinyl is how crazy it's like constantly you have to wait like it's coming out on in november 10th yeah. but you're not gonna get the vinyl maybe until like a little bit later because that's all a whole nother monster right now exactly oh it's so funny i so i just got the test press today of the album and i like popped it in i was listening to it and i was like oh shit this is real like here's the album and a test press right now and i'm like oh okay and then i have an interview today of doing a podcast about the album i was like here it is it you wake up one day and you're just like okay i i'm time to talk about the thing <laughs> yeah and then it's like <laughs> It's September now, so then it's like you'll do that for a bit and then stop again, and it's like, is it November? Yeah. <laughs> Can we get when this out? When is it November? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully our label likes the numbers. Are they happy? <laughs> well, they definitely got a lot from me the past few days <laughs> as far as streaming numbers I go. That, yeah. But um, so with that too, like um, we're getting another song tonight I mean, like we talked about is this the last single that's going to come out before the album is released or so there's going to be even, more not even that's the way we're going to do so we're going to do one more one we're going to release that ballad um i think before the this wildlife tour so it'll kind of align with their kind of acoustic vibe and i feel like that way we can play it on that tour because in the future it might be difficult to kind of place it in a set depending on the tour so this will be perfect, I feel like. So touring on that. And then I think we're going to have a focus track like day of. So by then, I think we'll have six songs pushed. But again, because we treated them in like singles and we worked with two different producers, in our brain, it's like two separate albums. Like we did the songs with Andrew Bayless and they're like kind of twangy, have that Nashville, like, um, you know, One Last Time, that single we put out. It kind of has this sort of like band Camino, big rocky, twangy kind of vibe. And you're going to hear those songs on the album because at the time we were super obsessed with that sound. And um, he, you know, he had just got recording. He had just got finished recording um, a dude Jelly Roll. And that dude is just taking over the world. And we were just like obsessed. We were like, yo, we're obsessed with the sound. What is this? So there's a little bit of, you know, some good old guitars and steel guitars and stuff like that in there just for parts just to throw in there. But... But then with like Wade, we wanted those big production sounding kind of like to the to levels to the wall kind of song. So it's a great mix, I feel like, you know, and I feel like I'm excited. As far as the track list order, are those songs all mixed up or is it kind of like a side A, side B? So it is, um, yeah, they're all mixed in, but the way that we put it together, it's so it's the album is called Hotel Blue. That's what we're announcing, right? And it's a concept album. And that's why all of our videos have been around like uh, hotel rooms. So the idea is that each room is a different song, some intertwined, you know, but mostly the idea is that there's going to be standout tracks that are individuals in a different room. The hotel blue meaning just a place, uh, an oasis in the middle of nowhere that people check in for various reasons, whether it's to fall apart, to tear someone apart or to write a love letter or just on vacation. I've always really, really adored the idea of a bunch of stories existing in one place, um, like a collection of short stories almost, and that's kind of what a hotel is. And so that's why we feel like, that's kind of how we, on our artist side, glued it together. We were like, oh, let's write an album around us, a hotel. <laughs> I love that, and I love that you guys are putting that thought into it. Um, yeah. I feel like, and like so with what you guys have done with the videos that have come out and what it sounds like there's gonna be for the rest of them, 
um, and kind of like what the home team did with their last like series of videos they did when that album came out. I feel like the music video is like low key coming back. It um, feels like it, which thank God, because yeah. all my life I learned everything I know. I learned how to perform by watching Take Back Sunday videos, you know, like that sort of thing. Thursday, Take Back Sunday, Coheed and Cambria. I would just watch those guys on Fuse and MTV. And so, you know, for the cost of them, I hope they do come back because spending money on nothing at this point. <laughs> I really think it is, though. Like, um, even, like, because um, I'll go back and watch them if it's good just to watch the video, and then it's just, the, and the song's good, so it's like a win-win. And then, like, so my daughter, she's a part, like she's three years old. Mm. She constantly, she said, Dad, I want to watch the home team. And we'll, she'll sit there and watch the whole block on YouTube of all the home team videos and sit there and dance and watch the videos. And now I've got her put on the broadside too, so now it's going to be the same thing. Like, and then when she saw Brian in yeah. the video for Cruel, she was like, "The home team." <laughs> She's like, so "Hold you, on, hold on, what's what's right. happening here?" <laughs> so you've got the young demographic too. Oh, that's with the beautiful. videos, it pulls kids in too. <laughs> Dude, wait, wait till you see this next one. This one's like because the song is super, is super like catchy, and the idea is kind of like uh, follow the white rabbit kind of deal, right? Where it's like super like uh, the idea is that. Uh, you're thinking of someone, but you can't be with them for whatever reason, right? So the balance is like, oh, well, maybe I'll see you in the lucid dream. So the video setting is the lucid dream. So it's very Wes Anderson, um, like, arty. So I think, like, a three-year-old would definitely be into that. All the, each, each, each screen is like a visual little fun, fun thing. This was a fun video because I find it's our most fun song. So Awesome. So I'm excited. I'll have to, I'll, I'm, I'm excited to hear what, uh, what she thinks of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Thank you. So with all these new songs coming out and then the new album pending, um, and I don't know if you've thought of what it's going to be yet for the, the, the Wildlife Tour, but mm. is it harder now with all this material and especially the new songs you're so excited about to put together a set list? Yes. Uh, that's probably the, the hardest thing we do at this point. Um, fourth album in. I mean, I was looking at my ASCAP the other day, and I was looking at the songs that we've registered, and I was like, Okay, I've got 53 songs in this world. Like, the day that I go out of this world, I'll at least have 53 songs floating around on the internet, right? And it just blew my mind. I was like, yo, a lot of these set lists are like 8, 9, 14 if you're lucky. If you're getting a cool 45 to an hour, maybe if you don't talk. But you know I gotta talk about the album. So I'm like, how are we gonna put 8 songs? Like, when we went to Japan recently, I was like, yo, a couple things we have to consider. What songs did we play? We've never been there. We've been a band for nine years. So we just like, we're racking our brain. It's very <laughs> difficult. Now what we go off of is the crowd, like what kind of fans they uh, they have. And then we've been doing this thing called the B playlist, where if it doesn't work, all right, switch to the B playlist. And we have like a couple of songs switched out because we run like the tracks and the click the ear, in-ear clicks and stuff, you know? So. It's hard to navigate, but that's a whole new problem we have nowadays. It's funny, especially with like the newer sound. I'm like, dude, playing some of our first songs to like the songs now, even like the the tracks and the way they sound to us in our ear, we're like, oh damn, there's been a lot of change technologically and financially in the yeah. way that these record. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's a good process. I've never heard that before. I'm sure people have done that maybe, but having that secondary set list, but that's that's a good idea. Yeah, the, the, we call it the just in case. <laughs> <laughs> are there uh, any venues on that tour coming up that you haven't played that you're looking forward to or cities even 
Yeah, so I'm excited to do the Northwest. Um, we have, we last time we were there was, was with the home team, and that's because that's where they're from. But Broadside, prior to that, hasn't been up literally anywhere past maybe Nevada and um, since like 2017. So anywhere up there, Washington, um, you know, playing Vancouver again, which I don't mind to do. It's just, it's just, it's just such a nightmare to get through the, the border these days, you know, especially with t-shirts. You're like, do I tell them the truth? You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's the uh, yeah. Canadian. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's just like that that whole process. But, yeah, I'm excited about the entire Pacific Northwest because mountains, waterfalls, looks like Lord of the Rings backdrop. It's a perfect place for me. <laughs> Maybe if you'll pull up the guy at the... Uh the border will be uh, an elf who can tell he's an Elvis fan. He just pulled the video. Be like, look, man, look at this. <laughs> just watch the first. <laughs> <laughs> He'll love it. <laughs> so you got a lot going on, man. Um, I'm really excited to see everything that's coming in the future. I'm very, very excited to hear the album when it drops. Um, I want to ask you one final thing. Don't want to take too much more of your time up. I always ask this uh, final question to all the guests I have on here. So, and you probably speak to this well because you guys have been grinding at this for a while now so was there a time that you hit like a wall and you were just like i don't know if i want to do this anymore i don't know if i can do it or beforehand before you even went into it and then the question is what is some a piece of advice that you would give to somebody that wants to get into something creative any kind of creative space that hasn't taken that leap yet yeah so you know i hit that wall like every week um the reality of the situation is are we we keeping it to just music you, or are we talking about the idea of perseverance in general just in general i mean yeah. you can apply it to music as well because if that's yeah. your experience but that's fair so in my experience um you know i come from terrible beginnings so i've always been on the run my entire life and only through becoming an adult meeting somebody that cares about me finding love within self and finding self-worth I realized that the only person I was running from was the idea of who I was before. Um, so an, an important thing that I keep in mind is that even when you're punishing yourself, you're still in control, you know? And that the hardest part of, like, stopping that sort of mindset is telling yourself that you are worthy of appreciation and you are worthy of time and you are worthy of anything you want if you are a good person and you try to be a good person. And it's important to remember that it takes so much more of you to dismantle and tear yourself apart than it does for you to just not do that today. And so I've learned to be present through that means where I go, okay, I'm mad, I hate the way I look, I hate the way that the success I don't have, the money I don't have, the way the internet makes you feel so small, but what do I have? And it's like, well, I don't have control, I don't have this, I don't have this, and it's like, but what do you have? And you have the ability to continue to beat yourself up, or you have the ability to try to say, I don't deserve to feel like this because I do deserve to feel like that. And so that helps me get through a lot. 
it's really incredibly hard. But it's important to remember, as my fiance always says to me, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And this is what you chose, so choose it. That's beautiful, man. That's a, amazing. I love that. Thank you. Man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for asking that. And thank you for your yeah. time today. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, no. Thank you for hopping on. I appreciate you as well. Um, so everybody, follow Broadside, uh, Broadside Official on Instagram. Check out all the, I don't there's like a new one every week, threads. I don't know if you have <laughs> that. It's, it's <laughs> just, just look for Broadside on all that stuff. Um, again, and you know what? Like after you said that too, I do want to just, I'll give you your flowers now. Like it, it's hard. A lot of people don't do that in the moment, when, especially when something's new, right? Like you guys have been doing this for years, but for all intents and purposes, like you said, that next bracket, you're going to, you're going, you're climbing up the ladder and all that jazz. But like you've done, you've done a lot. You've, you guys have accomplished a lot. Uh, you're still standing. You're putting out what I feel is your best work right now. So congratulations on that. Like I said, a lot of people try to do that and either just don't even bother going down that road. They, quit easily but you've persevered and you guys are putting out amazing stuff right now genuinely and i'm sincerely excited to hear it so congratulations on everything you've done so far i appreciate that sentiment genuinely thank you yeah. uh there's not enough men that tell other men that sort of <laughs> sweet energy and, and kind embrace and for that i appreciate you seriously <laughs> No, no problem. So there's a different podcast that I listen to. It's called The Movie Crypt. Um, mm -hmm. It's these two horror directors, Adam Lynch, or Adam Lynch, Adam Green and Joe Lynch. Okay. And they always do that on when they have their guests on. They talk about it because they're independent filmmakers. Sure. And they'll talk to other ones and they'll say, like, um, Adam Green calls it the uh, Steven Tyler congratulations because he, he's a huge Aerosmith fan and he got to do something with Steven Tyler a day, like uh, help him read lines for something. Mm -hmm. And he, like Steven Tyler stopped him and was like, hey man, just in case no one stopped and told you like congratulations on like you put out movies. No one, it's hard to make movies if some people want to do that. And like yours might not be the biggest movie, but you made a movie that you love. So it's out. So congratulations. And I always, I think about that all the time. Yeah, that's that's cool as hell. Actually, I bet he was like, "Whoa." Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, he, he was like, he never forgot it. Made a segment on his show, so that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. What did you say the name of that was? I'm gonna check it's that out. It's called the Movie Crypt. The Movie Crypt. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. All right, thanks again, man. I appreciate you. Looking forward to the new album, and I will hopefully see you in November at the show uh, in Pittsburgh with this wildlife. Yeah, let me know, Anthony. Hopefully, I, I got you on the list, of course. So just let me know, all right? Oh, if shh, done and that's a done deal right now. Then all right, let's get it. Then. <laughs> all right, I'll see awesome. you in Pittsburgh. Then sounds great. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Have, Have a good, good one. Night.